and welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha. On Parshas Vayikra, we begin a new Sefer, Sefer Vayikra, and I'd like to share with you the amazing approach of the Ramban to Karbanois in general. This is one of the fundamental Rambans, really in all of Chumash, certainly in Sefer Vayikra, and uh, one of the most important uh, tenets of the bringing of sacrifices. The Ramban starts off by trying to understand what is the rationale, what is the objective of Karbanis, and he begins by quoting the commentary of the Rambam in the Mora Nevuchim. Now, the uh, Ramban is found in Perak Aleph, Pasuk Tes, a few lines in to the comments of the Ramban. The Ramban says, And behold, the logic, the rationale of Karbanos is Shehim Ishei, they are a fire offering, Reach Nichach Lashem, a pleasant aroma to God. So what exactly does that mean, that they are a pleasant aroma to God? God enjoys the um, scent of Karbanos. So the Ramban says, V'omar harav The Rambam writes in the Marnevuchim, Ki tama Karbanos, that the reasoning of Karbanos, Ba'avur Shametzriyim v'hakazdem. The Egyptians, the Chaldeans, that the Jewish people always lived among them from the time we went down to Egypt and we were among the Egyptians and the Chaldeans. We, we always resided near them. They served cattle. They worshipped sheep. The Egyptians served the sheep. They worshipped the sheep. The Egyptian god is the sheep. And the Chaldeans worshipped the demons that appeared to them in their mind as in the image of a goat. They appeared to them in the image of a goat. And the people in India until today will never slaughter cows because they render, they consider the Bakar God, deity of Avorkin. And because of this, because the Jewish people lived among societies that worshipped animals, namely cow, sheep, and goat, Siva Hashem commanded to sacrifice, to slaughter these three species, for the Almighty, so that it should become known, that that which is considered the epitome of sin for those nations, who we bring to our Creator. In other words, this obliterates, this counteracts their belief, what they consider the greatest sin to sacrifice their God, so to speak, we consider a way of coming close to our God. Uvahem and thereby we atone for sin. He says the Rambam, there's a principle that you cure an illness by going to the other extreme. Ki kem when we heal false beliefs, shehem madve hanefesh, which are illnesses of the soul, by going counteracting it, because every illness and every sickness can only be cured by going in the opposite direction. These are the words of the Rambam, and the Rambam speaks about them at length. And the Rambam has choice comments to make about these words of the Rambam, and that is, They're empty, they're nothing, they're worthless. And the Rambam proceeds to ask six questions where he dismisses this approach of 
the Rambam. Interesting, the Rambam in the Marnav, in uh, the Yad HaChazakah writes, the reasoning for Karbanos is it's a chayk, it's a gezeira of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we don't really understand the true essence of it. But in the Marnavuchim, where which the Rambam is writing for those who had more of a rational approach to the Torah, the Rambam says it's to counteract Avodah Zarah. And the Ramban proceeds to ask six questions on the approach of the Rambam. How can you just heal such a, a great breakage of value and such a strong question so easily? The Ramban is paraphrasing a passage of Malachi. You're defiling the altar. What's the altar? The altar is a way of counteracting this horrible belief system. That the whole purpose of Karbanis is only to counteract and uh, go against the position of the wicked and the foolish. The Pasuk says, The Pasuk says that Karbanis are food, a fire offering of pleasant aroma. So, this is uh, the, something the Torah describes as pleasing and pleasant to Hashem, and all it is is to counteract Avodah Zarah. In a way, you're defiling the altar by bringing these animals just to counteract their despicable belief system. That's question number one. Question number two, Even according to their foolishness, that these animals are gods, we are not curing their illness. You're adding pain. The thinking of these wicked is to worship the constellation of the Lamb, Aries, and the constellation of the Ox, which is the, the bull, Taurus. And they worship these constellations. According to their thought process, these constellations have power. They would never eat these animals in respect for their uh, deity. But if we were to offer these animals to our God, it would be an honor for them. If anything, it was confirming that these animals have power. If we are offering it to our God, but if we would offer it to our honorable God, this would be respectable to them. They themselves would offer their these animals to the Supreme God, like the Pasuk says, Klal Yisrael should stop sacrificing to the demons like the Gentiles did. So apparently the Gentiles, back in the day, would also sacrifice these animals to their God. Those who manufacture the eagle offered it a carbon. That means that the practice of idolaters was to offer these animals to them. The Harav Mazgir, the Ramam himself mentions that they would offer carbonos to the moon every Rosh Chodesh. And to the sun, when the sun would arise into certain constellations which were known to them. Says the Ramban, if you wanted to obliterate their thinking and their belief system, you should better have a barbecue and eat it for July 4th 
for a secular purpose than to bring it to our God if we're sacrificing it to our God in a way that's giving credibility and credence to their practices. It would sooner cure their illness if we would eat of it to satiety. That was something certainly prohibited to them. That would be despicable in their eyes. That would be something that they would never do. So that is the Ramban's second question on the Rambam. The Ramban, um, actually this question uh, it consists of two parts. Part number one is, how does offering it to their God, to our God, dismiss these animals as powerful? They would also offer the animal to a higher being as uh, a sign of respect to these animals. And then the Ramban adds further, it would have been more compelling if we would eat these animals for a mundane purpose, that would be a way of counteracting their belief, but not by offering it to the Supreme God. And here now the Ramban has his fourth contention on the Rambam, and that is Noyach comes out of the Teva and he brings Karbanais. There's no Avedah Zara in the world. Why, what exactly is Noyach coming to uh, counteract? Says Ramban, when he exited the Teva, with his three children, there were no Egyptians or Chaldeans, he offered a sacrifice, and it was good in the eyes of God, and it says, God smelled the pleasant aroma, and because of it, God, so to speak, said to himself, I will never again uh, destroy the world. So, how could you say that Karbanis are to counteract Avodah if Noyach brought Karbanis in a world without Avodah Zara? Question number five, the Ramban asks. Hevel also brought Karbanis from the firstborn of his sheep and from their fat. And God turned. God was appeased by this carbon. This was in a world where there was no semblance of Avodah Zara yet. So that's question number five. What was the meaning of Hevel's Karbanis? If the Rambam is correct that Karbanis is to counteract the Zara, then what was the meaning of Hevel's Karbanis? Bilam also brought Karbanis. And Bilam wasn't coming to counteract the belief systems of the nations of the world. Bilam was not coming to detract bad beliefs. He was never commanded on that. Bilam did this, and here the Ramban begins to allude to his approach as a manner of coming close to Hashem, in order for God's word to come upon him, to devav upon him. And says the Ramban, the word karbanis veloshon hakarbanois, as karbani lachmi li'ishai reach nichaychi, as the language of karbanis implies, my karban, that which brings you close to me, Heaven forbid that the sole purpose of Karbanos that brings, so to speak, pleasantness to God is to detract from Avodah Zarah. And therefore the Ramban says, better to listen to the approach of others who suggest, and we'll say this part um, outside, this is the rationale of uh, brought by the Ibn Ezra, and that is since man's deeds are completed and conducted in three parts. There are three elements of man's deeds. Action, speech, thought. 
says Ramban, therefore carbonus also have three parts. Smicha, when you lean with all your strength on the animal, is connected Maisa. Vidoy is confession with your mouth, is connected Dibor. And the burning of the innards and the, and the kidneys, which are the seat of thought and desire, that those correspond to the thought process of man. The knees of the animal, the legs of the animal, can correspond to man's action. The sprinkling of the blood co- corresponds to man's soul. So a man should think that he sinned to God in action, in speech, and in thought. And as this animal is sacrificed and its blood is being poured on the Mizbeach and being, is pouring out, man should think the animal's blood is in lieu of his blood, the animal's soul is in lieu of his soul, the animal's limbs are in lieu of his limbs, and the gift that are given to the Kaihanim, who are the teachers of Torah, are so that they pray for you. And the Karbanos were brought daily in order to save man from constantly sinning. This is the approach the Ramban is more inclined to accept. And ultimately the Ramban says a Kabbalistic approach, which the Meshachachma in his Hakdama to Sefer Vayikra sums up as follows. Says the Meshachachma, the Ramban's ultimate pshat is what he calls electri ruchani, spiritual electricity, and that is to consolidate and to galvanize the forces of the universe, the koichos of the world. In other words, the actions of the koichain effectuate great ramifications throughout all the various super supernal worlds, all the oilamos ha'olyanos. The Meshachachma himself, offers a hachra, a way to reconcile the Rambam and the Ramban, and to show that both approaches have validity, and both are true. Namely, the Meshachachma says, there was a place to bring Karbanais to counteract Avodah and there was a place to bring Karbanais to, so to speak, galvanize and summon, and effectuate great ramifications in the Olam HaSol Says Ramban, it depends where the Karbanais were brought. Namely, if the Karbanas were brought on a Bama outside of the temple, then their objective was to counteract Avodah Zarah. When they were brought in the temple, then their objective is to summon and galvanize and effectuate great ramifications in the Oilamas Ho'el Yainim. So the Rambam is correct in terms of the objective of, of Karbanas on a Bama, because the Bama is outside in the civilizations uh, among the world, and they are to counteract their belief systems, and in the temple itself, which was the meeting place of heaven and earth, there the purpose and the function of Karbanos was to effectuate pe'ulais and hashba'is and influences in the oilamais yainim. So that is the approach of the Meshachachma, reconciling an element of the Rambam with the Ramban. So this are the famous comments of the Ramban in the beginning of Parshas Vayikra, Parak Aleph, Pasuk Tes, and uh, may HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us Siyata Deshmaya to continue to delve into the holy words of the Ramban in future episodes. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos Parshas Vayikra, Shabbos Hagodol, Haba Alinu Latayla.